Earn, Spend, Live presents Eavesdropping. Real women, real talk. Hey guys, it's Malia Elise. And this time last year, October 2015, Earn, Spend, Live launched. We're not sure about the day. Yeah, we're thinking 1st, 2nd, 3rd, maybe September 31st. Sometime this week. Just kidding. September 31st doesn't exist. <laughs> Does it not? No, it only goes to the 30th. Oh, okay. Well, it was sometime in October. And so we're reminiscing about all of the crazy shit we've learned since launching a site. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. A lot. We've tried to narrow it down to things that are relevant to you guys, though. Yeah, but first we're talking about an article Malia found called The Myth of No Effort. I found it in Anne Friedman's weekly newsletter. She's one of the co-hosts of Call Your Girlfriend, which is another podcast I super love. So I can't take all of the credit, but... Yeah, we know how much you love them. It's a good, it's a really interesting article. It was really interesting. It was on a site called The Last Word on Nothing. Which I had never heard of. Same. But I liked the title. Was it like a blog? Yeah. I assume. I didn't really poke around. Shout out, you guys. Go check them out. Yeah. We'll check them out too, and then we'll uh, come back and talk about it later. Um, So basically, the article was talking about... um, well, so it's, I think, best summed up by talking about this one anecdote where Kurt Cobain of Nirvana goes to record, and he, like, famously says that he wrote the lyrics right before recording, which is insane. Like, minutes yeah, before. Yeah, he's like, I just threw it together minutes before. But he had absolutely been working on it for weeks, months. Like, he'd been yeah. perfecting these lyrics. He's a little Taylor Swift. He just doesn't want the world to know. Right, so... Taylor all, Swift is, like, the epitome of, like, you know she fucking works hard. Yeah, she's all about it. <laughs> she possibly tells you she works harder than she does, even. Mm-hmm. Like, she's up yeah. there. But, yeah, Kurt Cobain's all, like, cool and king of grunge, and he's like, nah, I just threw it together. I don't, I don't try. Um, so it's essentially saying, like, calling bullshit on that. Like, yes, you do try. And right. pretending that you don't try is really demoralizing to, like, another musician if you're like, oh, man, he threw that together and, like, 15 minutes and I've been working for three weeks and my he song just is so much more talented than me yeah. like he just got lucky it's very much about talent versus mm-hmm. work when you get into yes. like doing nothing oh I didn't even try I'm just awesome which uh, it actually it's kind of like high school and I guess college in a way like it's like oh I'm so hungover I didn't get time to study for this test because I was out partying like that makes you look cool yeah and it drove me nuts because those people would also like they get their results and be like Oh, I only made, like, a 92. I could have done so much better if I could. Oh, I hate those people. And, like, some of them, sure, you really didn't study. There are definitely tests that I didn't study for that I just aced. But I didn't like, I tried to avoid once I, you know, when you're younger, you're not very self-aware. As I got older and I realized that this was a thing people were doing to, like, make themselves sound awesome. And that is talking and doing it. Right. Oh, I'm so stressed about this test. I didn't study at all. I only studied, like... Four hours for this final that I should have studied all semester for. Like, bitch, you studied all semester. When, like, you spent, like, you pulled an all-nighter to right. get, like, an 82. Yeah, and, and you're, now like, you get a 92 without, with, like, without yeah, studying. Yeah, air quotes, without quotes. studying. And so it's one of those things, like, it's very much fronting to say face. Like, oh, I didn't put any work into this. And so the article got into this. Part of it is because if they're, like, oh, I didn't study at all. And then they do make a 74 or a 55, whatever, like mm-hmm. whatever test, you, whatever score you get. If you fail, it's like, oh, well, they didn't try. Right. So you're risking less. But if you're like, yes, I pulled seven all-nighters, like one week in a row, whatever. I don't know. The craziest studying story you can come up with. And then you make a 55, people are like, oh, my God, you tried so hard. And you just, yeah. Ooh, you a little engine that couldn't. Yeah, so we thought this related really well to what we're talking about today with, you know, launching the site and having our own site. Like, we work really fucking hard. And this actually makes me think of, I feel like we talk about Mindy Kaling all of the time. (laughs) But one of our favorite, like, both of our favorite quotes from one of her books is about how she's confident and she's only confident because she works her ass off. And, like, that's the only way you achieve confidence. It's not by, like, a... Stroke of luck. You don't wake up one day and you're just the best. Like you have to work right. at being the best, and that's right. how you get to know you're the best. Yeah. Um, and I liked you pulled this quote out, but it makes it so relevant to earn, spend, live, and we'll talk yes, more about this later. Is. Um, but one of the one of the quotes from the article was, "I'm 
the author um, also has a podcast that she works on. And she was saying she spends about 40 hours on each episode. We do not spend that much That's on each ridiculous. episode. Um, and I haven't listened to her podcast, but now I'm going to because it's probably really yeah, fucking seriously. good if she can spend that much time on we it. We spend like an hour shit talking and recording. And then I spend maybe like 15, 20 minutes like editing it and putting it together and publishing it. But so, yeah. This goes back to her. What she says is she says, I know this show could be so much better, but I can't commit any more time to it because it doesn't make me any money. Which is what we hear all of the time. All the time. <laughs> in case you didn't know, we're not like entrepreneurs. I mean, we're entrepreneurs, but not in the sense that we're broke and we started Earn, Spend, Live from scratch. Like, we work for a bigger company called Anubo. Yeah. It's called entrepreneurs when you're, like, starting your own oh, thing inside of a bigger company. Look at you. Like I that. didn't know that. But yeah, so we have a lot of support, and a lot of the time we hear, well, Ernst and Love doesn't make that much money, so we can't help you, like, do this project. Well, even, like, literally this podcast, like we said, we spend mm-hmm. about an hour and a half on each other. And we episode. do it our damn selves. But if, like, oh my god, this show could be amazing if we could spend, like, mm-hmm. more time on it. But we don't. You guys get an hour and a half, and you're lucky to get it. Y'all, we literally, so we come over after work, it's like 6 o'clock right now, <laughs> and we pour ourselves a glass of wine, and we use my apartment, and like, I have to kick my boyfriend out of the apartment for like two hours, because yeah. he makes a lot of noise. So yeah, we, yeah. I guess we spent an hour and a half literally recording, or probably more, because we like plan it out, and then we like ramp up to it. Right. Probably three hours total, I would yeah. say. But we could easily spend way more, and it would be awesome. I would love to as oh, well. Like, yeah. that's the thing is, like, every single aspect of Earn, Spend, Live, I mean, we already eat, breathe, sleep, everything Earn, Spend, Live, but, like, I wish there were more hours in the day that we yeah. could devote to it. But it's so hard because when you're – and so that's the thing. Like, we have this product, and we and we could be like, oh, yeah, you know, it's super easy. We could do so much more, but, like, we can't. We literally are always struggling to, like, right. pair down and focus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we, we don't front. There's nothing no. easy about, have, like, creating and managing a website. And it's There's way less glamorous easy. that way. Yes. Like, when you see me with the bags under my eyes, I'm not like, <laughs> yeah, this is so great. The struggle like, is real. No amount of concealer conceals how much work I put into this website. Yeah. Um, and then other takeaways, so, one of the, like, broader real-world things that they talked about is, um... As freelancers or independent artists, if you're always like, yeah, it's so effortless, that, like, plays into this idea that art isn't worth paying for or that writing isn't worth paying for or that your time isn't valuable because you're like, oh, I didn't didn't spend any time on it. It was super easy. This actually reminds me, I didn't think of this earlier, but this reminds me of, like, um, fashion bloggers on Instagram. Yes. They're constantly, like, I've seen different blog posts where the blogger is, like, you see these, like, images that look so effortless and beautiful, but you don't realize, like, I didn't get to shower that morning, and I'm literally wearing, like, pajamas, and, like, I have, like, trash that I threw in the corner to, like, make the shot perfect, and, like, it's so true. Like, it looks effortless, but it's not. And so when you have stuff like that, people are like, oh, well, it's easy. You're just always put together, so then you write a blog about being put together. Um, and then no one wants to pay for it. You don't want to do advertising. You don't want to pay for the writing. Yeah really it's really hard so there there were two recommendations um, that I kind of took away from the article which is one art is work whatever your art is it can be writing it can be public speaking it can be business analysts analytics I don't know what your art is whatever it is you've put work into that work into that work huh, art um, and work is worth money so don't be that person who's like this is worth a dollar but know your worth at the same time. If you just started, like, yes. if you just took up painting and you're trying to sell your artwork for, like, $1,000, like, you're not yeah. there yet. Right. <laughs> you need to pay your dues. It's like a life. life motto is you need to pay Seriously, your dues. Seriously, it is. Like, put in the work first. But, yeah. 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 So, anyway, back to your takeaways. <laughs> oh, and then uh, talk about how much you make. Talk about your finances. Talk about the fact that, like, um, one of my favorite things to read on blogs is blog income reports because you'll see blogs that have been live for a year or more than a year and they're still only making $1,000 or making $1,000 a month. And you're mm-hmm. like, wow, that's a lot. But you're like, at the same time, it's all of the work that went yeah. into that. And I think that helps other bloggers look at it and it helps other people look at it. And they're like, oh, so this is why I should click your affiliate link. Like, it doesn't cost me any yeah. money, but it helps you out. 
And that's one of the things with Earn Spin Live. Malia and I are very blunt and to the point, and we love, we love and we appreciate honesty. Yes. And so, like, that's what Earn Spin Live is all about, is, like, especially our Real Talk interviews, we want to get to know how these women became successful, like, in the hard work they put in. Because it's not all, like, they didn't wake up one day and they were famous. That just doesn't happen. I think that we try to be fair at the same time. So, I was trying to think of, like, with, as writers and editors, a big discussion in the writing land and publishing land is whether or not you should pay your writers. Yes. And we go back and forth. It's really a case-by-case basis. But at the same time... If we expect someone to contribute for free, we're also submitting to other websites right. and we're contributing for free. Because we're looking at it and we're like, okay, well, if I can submit this article and I don't get paid, then mm-hmm. I feel better about the fact that I'm asking someone else to submit something. Right. And we promote the hell out of it. And, you know, anyone we submit to promotes the hell out of it and all of these things that go into it. Yeah, um, it's about more than just the money. Especially when you're just starting out. But Yeah, very transparent. Mm-hmm. And we totally value your time. We do. We love you guys. Do we want to jump into what we've learned yes, since launching? Now that we're, feel like we've we're only like all we talk about is Ernest Van Live. Yeah, we like pe- <laughs> we read this other article, and actually, it's all about us. <laughs> I think that was the takeaway from that. So first, so we started Ernest Van Live. I don't know if we talked about the story or not. Really, I don't think we have on the podcast if you go to like our about page it's kind of on there it's like the glamorized story <laughs> it's the pretty version it that we is. advertisers. it's it's the version that we wrote and rewrote and like edited and rewrote and like yeah so do you want to start telling the story sure um, what's your version of the I'm story saying at this point, i almost only remember like the glossy version because right like i do it is a haze because we were literal babies yeah. Like we had only been there I not was, even a year yet. No, like when we first had the idea, um, we had to hold off on it because I wasn't even full-time. I was still an intern, and I was finishing my final semester of college. And that's why we couldn't get started on anything until June. So you graduated that summer. I graduated in May, and then we started. started. Yeah, so I took So over. how long did we work on it before we launched? We launched in October. But it's um, a long time. It was a side time. project. Right. So that's part of it. Like, we started, and we were like, okay, see if you can make this happen. And we were like, all right, it's low priority, low priority, low priority. Because we were both managing other websites. Yeah, she was was in charge of a lot of finance. And I was in charge of a lot of careers. And I think we were creating a lot of education at that same time. Yes. So I was like, we couldn't, it was like our, like, side hustle. Like, we could work on it, like, an hour a week. We would have these meetings. We would do this research. We would put it together. Mm -hmm. Um. And we barely knew each other then. Isn't yeah, it? that was all. Yeah, we'd we went to high school together. Like, yeah, we really told talk. that story. We right. went to high school together. We didn't know who, like, we knew who each other were, but we never had a you conversation. You guys know, like, opposites attract romance story. We're like, whatever. Like, you're we never had a meet cute, though. It's true, we didn't. We didn't. I mean, we almost did. Like, the first day we had to sit down and we're like, all right, we have to name this site. I think my meet cute with, with you was okay, so we went to college together as well, and we actually were in the same major, like, same, what is it called, track? Yeah. Um, but she was a year younger than me. So we had several classes together and my like most vivid memory of Malia in college. Taking a drink. I've told told her this before. She doesn't remember it, but it's vivid in my mind. So we had this class. We were supposed to like give presentations and come to class with a printout of the presentation so everybody could follow (laughs) along. So Malia shows up. First of all, she shows up late to every single fucking class. Yep. Ever. And sometimes she'd have a Starbucks in her hand. I don't know. And usually it's called, like, a home travel mug. Yeah, probably. But anyway, so she showed up this day. It was She probably showed up late. And she, it, it was her day to give a presentation. And the professor was like, Malia, where are your handouts? And she very, like, automatic response. Super blunt. She was just like, I don't believe in killing trees. So I didn't Y'all, bring I'm any handouts. such a handouts. bullshitter. And she just, like, went up there and gave her presentation, like, that was it. Like, the teacher didn't even ask her, like, fucking question. I guarantee like, he just accepted it. that I just didn't want to print it off. Like, and I was like, this bitch, like, she, I don't know if she's bullshitting, but, like, damn. There's respect. no doubt in my mind that I was just. <laughs> but, like, I didn't know you were bullshitting. I, I thought you just didn't believe in, like, carving trees. <laughs> and you were I just, mean, like, ugh. It was inspiring. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I was almost, like, I still don't remember the situation, but I know myself. 
and I am most definitely a bullshitter. <laughs> and I do think that printouts are a little outdated as we look at a printout of our podcast outline. <laughs> um, but I do. I think they're like a little antiquated and like unnecessary. And we had to make like a fucking presentation. So people were looking at the screen anyway. They didn't need yeah. a printout. Um, yeah. But yeah. So that that would that's a good meet cute. That was my meet cute. You don't have one for me. Um, we worked on a project together one time. It was an in-class project, and you didn't talk. We the did. Whole time. Okay, you told me this, and I don't remember it. It was with Hannah. I know Hannah. And Joanna Kastner Post put you in our group, and you did not talk. I mean, that's not surprising. I didn't talk to anybody. Yeah. And then we started working at a Nouveau, and then we were in the same office away from the rest of our team. Yes, she got she hired. Really I think two weeks after I did yeah. as an intern. Um. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, back very to ESL. different people, very different <laughs> sides, and we were like cobbling this together. Yeah, in case y'all like haven't listened to the other podcast, I was on dance team, cheerleading, and then dance team in high school. <laughs> and Malia has blue hair, uh-huh. so and I, I, I will admit to her face that I think dance team is stupid. Yeah, her sister was on dance team and she made her quit. I didn't technically make her quit. I strongly encouraged her to quit. Yeah, my anyway. mom made her quit because she did it. Anyway. The story of ESL. Yeah. So, very different people. We started working on the site together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, these spare moments, we would, like, walk and get coffee in the morning, and then we would plan ESL. Yeah, and as we mentioned before, Malia was a lot finance. So, she was the editor of a finance site, and I was a lot career, so I was editor of a career site. And so, our boss kind of threw us together. <laughs> yeah, she was like, I've seen this site, like, the Daily Worth, and I like it a lot. Make one. <laughs> cool. <laughs> do it. Shout out to the Daily Worth. We love you. But it was really exciting because, like, neither of us had been able to create the sites we were working mm-hmm. on. We'd been handed them and, like, yeah. we're building them, but we didn't get to build them from scratch. And so, right. we literally everything about Nerds Been Live, we had a hand in from day one. So, the brain. Literally every single aspect we yeah. created from, like, scratch. From our brains. Yes, from our visual brains. And one of the things that I think was easy and difficult for us at the same time was identifying the brand and then sticking to the it's easy because it's, like, on the one hand, we know what it is. And we know so intrinsically, like, this is Earn, Spin, Live, or this isn't Earn, Spin, Live. But it's also kind of hard because if, like, you're working with someone, like we said, we're intrapreneurs. Um, so we have access to, like, a design team. So if the design mm-hmm. team puts something together and they showed it to you, and you were like, I like that. But it's not ESL. Yeah. It's hard to, like, get people to see your vision and your brand. It's hard to articulate, especially yeah. when it's so new. You're like, I, I can't tell you why. It's just not it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. When the first when the site first launched, we had a purple border around it. Oh, yeah, we did. And I I actually really hated it. But she I was hated like, it so much. I just went along with it. I... You have to choose your battles, guys. You have to fight for your vision, but you have to choose your battles. Yes. And we got rid of it, like, pretty soon. We did. And that was that's some of the things we learned. Like, sticking to your brand. Like, there's your brand, and there's some stuff, and mm-hmm. it's, like, technically your brand, but you're not crazy about it. Mm-hmm. But it gets it launched. We made a yes. couple of, we made several sacrifices. And that's, that's one thing quickly. we've learned from our boss, is that it's better to have just have something out there yeah. than nothing at all. Like, yeah. Even if it's not perfect, it'll, as long as you have something to build on. Yeah, so in those early days, back to our origin story, we literally, we came through so much research on millennials, because we decided, obviously, this would be our target demographic. Mm-hmm. We can't talk to someone with four kids, because we have no kids. <laughs> um, so we picked our demo, and we did all of this research on what millennials are interested in. And it's funny, because even though we are millennials, we learned more from the actual data than we really thought we would. Yeah. Well, and a lot of it, we were like, oh my god, that's so true. That's so yeah. me. We, fun fact, um recorded a podcast about this one time and then we, <laughs> we did it. it was so bad it was really bad it was the second podcast we ever recorded so the first one we recorded was just like we talked shit the entire time for like three we hours we were like drunk off our asses and we tried to make it like <laughs> audible and it was impossible yeah it was like three hours long so we terrible. cut that shit and then the second one we did we were like stone cold sober and it was the most boring thing we've ever done According to Pew Research Center, <laughs> millennials are 14% more likely to talk like this when they are forced to read statistics that they wrote down for themselves earlier. That was the whole podcast. We it was so bad. so many sources. And so... So we scrapped both of those. And then the trash. We didn't record anything for, like, months. Ever. Yeah, we were, like... That and was then, traumatizing. Yeah, and then as soon as we picked back up, it was just perfect. Sort of. 
after a multi-hour... Well, yeah, the sound wasn't. But. <laughs> well, and after a multi-hour brainstorming session where we outlined the structure and renamed it. And oh, yeah, we did do that a lot. Yeah. We went through, like, three different podcast names. We did. But this one, we finally sat down, and we had enough time to think about it, and we were like, this is it. This is the one. Mm-hmm. This is the format. And since then, it's been smooth sailing. We had a little bit to drink. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and eavesdropping was born. <laughs> so, yeah, what else have we learned? Oh, so identifying the audience, like, we did a ton of research, oh, and God, then we had to yeah. narrow it down even further, because we're Arkansans, as you probably know by now, if you've listened to the podcast before, um, and one of the things we found is the sites that we really loved, um, like... All in New York. Yes, New York or, like, L.A. Yeah. I got nothing on either coast. No, I can't afford to even have a closet in those places. No, and they were talking about, like, how hard it is to find an apartment, and how you have to have an apartment broker... Y'all, there are not apartment brokers around here. If you go to a real estate agent and you're like, I need to find an apartment, they're going to be like, okay, here's the internet. Like, they don't. <laughs> that's not their thing. Um, so it's just a very different sort of experience. My yeah. house, like, to rent my house is $950 a month. Um, and then, like, on the financial diet, I was reading comments on an article, and they were talking about renting, like, apartments that were two and $3,000 a month. Well, remember, Tara, one of our writers, Tara, contributed to the financial diet and said she pays, like, $1,000 a month for rent and she can't afford it. And she got so many hateful yeah. comments. Like, where the fuck do you live that you get in a, like, $1,000 apartment? Yeah. Like, they were pissed. And it's like, so that's the thing is all these sites we love, we couldn't exactly relate to because we don't live in those places we don't spend like a hundred dollars on a throw pillow yeah that's just not doable yeah we're trying to 29 and i love them so much they did a roundup of this is like <laughs> she loves to do a sample they did a roundup of like tw- like 20 things to put in your house that'll make them like awesome for less than 20 dollars two of the items on this list one was a set of napkins but each each napkin was 20 dollars so in reality, this is a $120 upgrade to your, like, dining space because you have to buy more than one napkin. Um, and then another one was a set of ombre candles. And one candle was $20. Oh, my God. But all, there were eight candles. So, you guys, you would end up spending $160 on candles. That's not $20. That is $160. Yeah, I'm not, no. We're not about I wouldn't life. pay that for candles. We are not about that life. So we created our own website. But we did. We had to go through very carefully and, like, call. We were like, I like this article idea, but our audience doesn't care. Right. So, yeah, it's all about the audience. I think that's one of the main things we've learned is that everything comes back to who your audience is. And sometimes we'll test things. We'll be like, maybe your audience likes this. And And the audience is like. (laughs) Yeah. And then we don't do any more like that. And sometimes it's sad because we're like, I love this article Mm -hmm. so much. But it can't be about you. It's got to be about your audience. It's not. And that's one of the other things is, so I wrote down um, working with drawn personalities is one of the things we've learned how to do. Um, Still learning. Because one of the things is, so we all have really big personalities on the team. And we also, I mean, we, we're workaholics. We know what we're doing. So we have egos. Yeah, we're very passionate. Um, and we have. Yes, we're very passionate. Egos. That's a good way to describe it. So we've had to learn how to channel our, like, everything into being about the audience and what's best for them and like check our egos at the door and that's hard to do so hard especially when there's yeah just a lot going on and sometimes you know you sit there and you're like i know this is what's best for the audience why don't they see it you're like so like mm. and you have to like think about it and then you it makes you a better worker manager co-worker human to have to sit there and then articulate why your solution is really what's best for the audience. And then mm-hmm. by putting an audience first, yeah. you're, you're as doing opposed to like, as I like this color. It looks better. Yeah. I like this product even though it's $500. Like, I hate the color yellow. And so in one of our, it was our podcast um, artwork, the album artwork, um, the design <laughs> team included some yellow. And I was like, look, I literally hate the color yellow. And so that, obviously, not persuasive enough. Um, and so instead, I mean, I did tell them that I hated the color yellow. But I had to also be like... I did too. And it doesn't go with our teals and purples and blues yes. and beige. So that's where I had a winning argument come out of, I hate the color yellow. 
Also, guys, after this comes out, we're going to tweet a poll. Do you like the color yellow? Yeah. Go vote. Because we hate it. Yeah, we hate yellow and orange. Yeah, I don't like orange at all. They're disgusting. They're garbage. But if our site colors had somehow ended up being pink, orange, and yellow, we We would use pink, orange, and yellow. We did think about black and gold originally, so it would have been close to that. But then we went totally different. Yeah, we did. Throwback to when our colors, like our site looked like Taco Bell before we launched. Like 90s Taco Bell. Yeah, like the, the water cups that you get from like Taco Bell or like a doctor's office or something. Yeah. You guys don't. I wish I could like share a visual with you, but I can't. But we shut Just that trust shit down. us. We shut that shit down. We went a different direction. We did. So all of this prep work went into the site. And so all of this goes down. And our boss had to have just had like a monster amount of faith in us because all of this happened before we made a dime. Right. A Which is dime. crazy. So, so much money went into this website before we made a literal penny on anything. Um, and even when we first launched, we Months launched. Yeah. went into the site and multiple people, like, contributing. Yeah, it was a ton of work, um, huge undertaking. And so then, after it launched, one of our first things was, oh, crap, how do we make it make money? Yep. Because <laughs> it can be as creative and awesome, and we can think it's amazing as much as we but at the end of the day, that's not going to pay mm-hmm. for anything, actually. Yeah. I was thinking it's awesome doesn't pay for anything. Which, I'll be honest, that's it's taken me a really long fucking time to understand, like, how to make money, why it's important. Because when we first started, I was just like, oh, we're going to take over the world. We're going to go viral. Everybody's going to love us. And, like, <laughs> just articles about, like, not nothing that would make money. So we definitely tried really hard with, like, the build it and they will come. Right. And they won't come, guys. Initially, we definitely wanted, like, our whole idea was female millennials are really hard to get to. Like, we don't really care for your advertisers. We're not going to click on ads. So we're like, all right, we're going to be this trusted source. And Mm -hmm. people are going to come out of the woodwork wanting to pay us to write articles about them. Sponsored (laughs) content doesn't work that way unless you are refinery fucking 29. And so we quickly had to adjust that to display ads and affiliate links and yep. sponsored content. Sponsored content we're still trying to make happen, but yeah, lots um, of affiliate. Um, we just launched our ESL shop today. Go check it out. It's full of things we legitimately love and adore. Yeah, like things we've tried that we use every day that we love. So yeah, we're a trusted source. Now you can see it on our homepage. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so making money, it's definitely, and it's hard to, when you start thinking about, you're like, oh my God, awesome. We made this much money. And then you're like, wait, but we had to host the site somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about how much of our payroll, like two weeks right. in our defense, we work a lot of overtime. So mm-hmm. payroll probably, fingers crossed, evens out. But like a designer had to work on that. Mm-hmm. And then we had to have a writer work on it. And then a photographer took pictures for it. Yeah. And so it's awesome. It's a lot of work. A lot of payroll goes into that. Yeah. And sometimes we have to order the products to review. Not everything. Like, we review some for free, but some stuff we have to order if we just really want it. And then that's a cost. Yeah, and that goes back to the whole freelancing thing. Like, that's the thing is, I, in an ideal world, we would love to pay all of our contributors, like, so much. Like, exactly so much what they're worth. Like, we would literally want to pay them what, like, Cosmo pays for a print article. Right. We'd love to be Cosmo. Make us Cosmo. Who wouldn't? Tell four of your friends about this podcast, and maybe we will someday become Cosmo. Seriously. And so with the money, we also, man, there were so many hard things. I just think back to like a year ago, and I just feel like I didn't know anything. When we first launched the site, we had zero ads. Yeah. On the homepage, on the articles, nothing. In our defense, we were working on it. Right. But But even like one of our writers was like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. There's no ads. And we were like, honey, it's not. Yeah, we were like, oh, man. <laughs> Don't oh. get excited. <sighs> yeah, we were babies. Like, we knew nothing about any of it. No, none. So how to be a boss. That, too. That has been a long and hard road, and it's still ongoing. It's ongoing. I read, some, like, my reading list now is, like, mostly management books. Oh, mine is, too. Because I feel like that's the only way I'm ever going to figure it out. Yeah, that and, and I don't feel like years. anybody really has it figured out, but we're trying real. And that was one of the things, like when I took over a lot of careers, that got me looking at like management articles and like how to be a good 
boss, which was kind of like led me to ESL. Yeah. And so that's the whole thing is like trying to figure out. It's really hard. You know, you end up with a lot of times, especially if you've gone to college, you might end up in an entry level position, but depending on where you work, you might end up in a management position. Um, and even when you're in an entry level position, management and leadership skills are still really important yeah. to your success. You have to be able to demonstrate management and leadership before someone's going to before a good boss is going to promote you into a management or leadership position. Yes. Amen to that. Like, there are definitely jobs where that's not the case, and people hate those jobs and they hate their lives. But, like, our company, for sure, like, you have to demonstrate management or leadership or you're yeah. not going to be a manager or a leader. Yeah. And that's good, but it also means you have to be really prepared, even as an entry-level employee. Mm-hmm. And you can't be, like, you can't be slacking. You can't yeah. just rest on your laurels. You have to, like, be working. Well, and especially for us, like, we work with our friends and, like, people we hang out with on the weekends and, like, so that's been a long road as well to figure out, like, that balance. In my heart of hearts, I want to be, like, the manager on the Devil's, like, the managing editor on the Devil Wears Prada where she just walks in and she's like, this is what needs to be done, get it done. That's all I want. bother me. All I want. Yeah. But that doesn't work when you have to, like, tell someone that and then also hang out with them because they're, like... Oh my god, you suck. Yeah. You are the literal worst. So instead, you have to manage like a human instead of a robot. Um, and that takes a lot of work, y'all. Well, and also, so I've had a few moments where like I'm very, extremely easygoing. And so I've had to work hard at being assertive and like trying to like act like I'm, you know, in control. Yeah, we have like opposite. I just want to be like, <laughs> I hate your idea, go away. Yeah. And she's like, It could literally be, I want to promote the site by putting flaming bags of shit on someone's doorstep with the ESL logo on it. And she would be like, I mean, I think we should workshop that idea. If she were, like, left truly alone. Mm -hmm. She's made a lot of progress this year. Now she'd be like, that's not our brand. Yeah, well, and that's one of the things I was going to say is that, like, we're so passionate about Earn, Spin, Live that even though I'm so easygoing, I will have these moments where I lash out and I'm just like, I'm in control. It's my side. I get the final fucking word because I created this. Like, I gave birth to it. And I've had to apologize to people because I'm like, look, I'm sorry. I had a moment. Like, I'm. this is my baby. And, like, they understand because I'm not always crazy. Yeah, but it's been hard to find that balance between, like, being super passionate and just, like, letting go and delegating, which also leads us to our next thing we've learned is delegating. And yeah, when it first started, both of us had final say on everything. Yes. So we every, were involved in everything. We yes. did everything. Every Videos, single thing that was done, we were there. All of the social media, both all of, of the pictures, all of the yeah, all the videos, we were both there. Like coaching the, articles, the stars. We both edited every article. Yes, we did. It was, it's crazy to think about. Like looking back, I don't even know. And there wasn't enough time in the day. We did no. so much and we would both like sign off on the final featured image for an article. I mean every we would both, like, brainstorm emails that we were going to send, like, mm-hmm. reach-outs or, like, yep. article ideas we both had to sign off on. Yes. And honestly, I loved those days, and if I could, I did too. Heartbeat, I, I wish would, we like, could go back. And I would, like, drop all of my other responsibilities, <laughs> Elise, and I would run away, and mm-hmm. we would run our, yeah, Well, like, I don't know how we did it, because we did that plus our other websites that we yeah, were managing. So I thing. have no idea how we did it. Literally not a clue. Because now I can't eat, like, I feel like I'm running around like a chicken with a head. Yeah, yeah. our boss definitely had done some, she's done some major work with us over the last yes. year on delegating. She's like, okay, how about one of you gets final approval on this, mm-hmm. and the other one gets final approval on this other thing? And now there are things that, like, go up that neither yeah. of us have final approval over, which is terrifying, but we have to trust But also, team. yeah, it's been long enough that, like, the people there know ESL's brand and our voice and our audience, and, like, we can trust them-ish. We have trust <laughs> issues. We do. It's not a reflection of our team. It's us. We're both control freaks. Yes. And also, like I said, we literally, like, gave, we gave birth to this website. Yeah. Like, we are co-mothers. One of our writers calls us moms. She does. Um, yeah, so it's really, it's hard to delegate. And sometimes even, like, you know, it would be the smallest stuff. Like, we would want an Instagram image made. And we would be like, okay, make this exactly like this, except in Photoshop. And, you know, mm-hmm. where everything's cleaned up. And they would make it. And they would give it back to us. And we would make them, like, tweak everything. Um, but we've learned how to delegate and let go a little bit. 
Like not every a little bit. <laughs> Instagram post has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Also the YouTube videos. Yeah. Those are like oh, we've totally your thing. yeah, we've totally like handed this off. We kind of put creative is kind of in charge of it. One mm-hmm. of our writers who does a lot of the videos, she just like has some control and like that's totally their thing. Yeah. We watch them and as long as they stay on brand, we're fine. Yep. Like do you. And that's been good, I think, for our team too. Like you can yeah. tell the more control we give away, the more empowered. Yeah, because are, like, they feel respected feel. and like everybody wants to feel like they're trusted and respected and they have like this chance to do something great. And that's a whole part of like our company culture very much stresses that. But it's mm-hmm. so hard. I don't know how our CEO does it because he's just like, I, I empower you all to do things. And we're like, yeah, he has so much. Ah. And our boss, Dana, has so yes. much faith in us to even like give us like the the opportunity to create and spend live. Yeah. And we're just kind of like. Mm, I guess you can write an article. <laughs> but, I mean, we've gotten, like I said, we've, over the year, we've gotten a lot better about trusting. A lot, a lot. And if you know that the people you're working with are good people, like quality people, and you know that they're also... And after the you've yelled audience. at them a few times. <laughs> after you've, like, whipped them into shape. Yeah, I was going to say, y'all, I'm, I, I may sound like I'm super trusting, but I'm not. It was a lot of work to get here. A lot of work. And I still struggle. There are days I just sit there and I'm like... I never get to go back to co-approving everything with Elise all the time. And then I'm like, we literally can't go back there. It makes no sense to go back there. We still try. We do. We still try to, like, share the same brain. Yeah. And, like, CC each other on emails. Like, nostalgic. Yeah. The good days. And along with delegating, that kind of had to happen because we had to work really hard. At least I had to work, oh, my God, so hard. On prioritizing, focusing, mm-hmm. and just handling it when some things just can't happen. Yes. And one of the ways to handle it when things just can't happen is by letting them happen when someone else does them. And then you can delegate. But, like, if you have two projects and one's going to make the site look awesome and you think your users will love it, and you have another one that will make you an extra 15% of revenue that month, guess which one gets to come first? That's what sucks. That's been a hard lesson. I think so for all fun. of us, like not even just you and me, but just everybody. Yeah, because they'll be like, I want to do this. And we're like, cool. But how are you going to make money with it? But first you have to do this other thing. And yeah. once you finish all of these other things, then you can do this. It's like a carrot and stick, but they're like way more sticks than carrots. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. I mean, I hope that one day we'll be like BuzzFeed or Refinery. where are just like, we have a money flowing out of our ears. Mm-hmm. Write whatever you want. Someone will like it. But until that day. Yeah. We'll write, it. we'll write yet another planner review, but, uh... That's the other thing, is we've all become, like, obsessed with our planners. Because yeah. that's how we prioritize, and how we plan, and how we schedule things. Yeah, it's funny, when we started, Tara was like, we had this one article, like, she wrote this article of careers on best planners of 2015. Yeah. And then we were like, oh, that article did well, we'll put that on our instant live. And then, like... It's still our, like, number one yeah. article, but for 2016. 2016. And then we're going to have one for 2017, of course. Uh, but now we all have, like, she uses an Erin Condren, I use a data designer. These are $55 planners, mm-hmm. and up, um, and we all can't go anywhere without them. It's yeah, and we literally, like, if Malia says something, like, I'm just like, wait, it's not my planner, what are you talking about? Yeah, we'll look at it, like, <laughs> literally, it's my Outlook calendar and my planner. And then if I'm saying something like, hey, I looked at the numbers, we need more content on blah, 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 she, like, jots it in her planner so mm-hmm. that she can do it later. Yeah. I mean, and we live and breathe by our planners. And Day Designer in particular is awesome for me because I, I'm, in my head, will know, like, what's most important, usually, if I sit down and think about it. But what I really want to do is, especially if I'm juggling, like, my other projects and then Earn Spend Live, is what I want to work on is Earn Spend Live. I like my, I love my job, really, I do. But if I have to pick between Project A and Earn Spin Live, it's gonna be Earn Spin Live. I and love this stuff. Also, ask anyone who works like where we do, yeah. and they'll tell you the same exact thing. Yeah, like they all wanna work on Earn Spin Live. It's just the greatest. Yeah. And so I have to, like, I'll sit down and I'm like, okay, in the scheme of things, what is the most important? And sometimes it gets to be Earn Spin Live, but a lot of the time it doesn't. So in Day Designer, there's a today's top three, and I always fill that out with my top three. And I have to do those before I can get to anything major that's not in my top three. And it keeps me so much more on track. Like with Ernst and Liz, if I have to do our end of the month reporting, 
I have to do that before I can run off and write an article about women-led TV shows. Even though I really, really wanted that article, and I harassed her for, like, weeks. Yeah, she made sure it actually <laughs> happened. That was, like, my top priority. <laughs> um, just because you know that, like, I'll, like, if left alone, I will continue to be the top three, and, like, that article never makes it in. It got some nights, nights and weekend time. Mm-hmm. Got done. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. And sometimes certain things just don't get to happen. Yeah, and that's been hard for me is, like, a lot of the things I want to get done. Like, I'd love to write more. Like, yeah. I don't know if y'all have seen any of my articles, but, like, I love writing. And I never get to do it because I'm so busy publishing other people's articles. And so it's, like, I have all these ideas in my head and other people have to write them. So that's been really hard. Oh, I hate that when you have yes. a perfect idea and you have to hand it off to someone. And they might they might do they might even do a better job. But than it's you not the have, way you would do it. But it's not the same because no. you wanted to write that article. So hard. You have to just watch them. Watch them well, and sometimes you just have to go home after work, pour yourself a big ass glass of wine, and just knock it out. That's true. You have to, if you want to make it happen, that's a lot of what we've done with Arts mm-hmm. Live. Is there are times where, like, it's honestly we have like we are told like do not spend more than like three hours a day on this website. And so in that situation, we can do what we can three hours, and mm-hmm. then we go home and do the fun stuff yep. for four and five. It's hours. our job and our side hustle. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, this is in no way a reflection on the company because they would totally no, be happy if God, we only no. spent, like, three hours on it. They'd be like, okay, we told you to spend three hours on it. But we're like, but I want to spend more time on it. That's the thing is we're so passionate about it and we really believe that it's going to be something. And that's another thing is, like, yeah, we've been live and, like, a thing for, like, a year. But, like, in reality, like, it takes so long. Like, Rome wasn't built in a day. And also, Ashley fucking Tisdale's website, The Hot Mess, just, like, went under. And, like, they had a celebrity, like, they back in their company. They a year, and then they went, yeah. Because they launched, like, a couple weeks before we did. And so, that I mean, that's scary. But at the same time, it just goes to show you that, like, a year is nothing. A year really. is a blip on the radar. Yes. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Because um, I drive, like, I commute 30, 40 minutes every day. And so I have a lot of time to listen to podcasts. And I particularly end up listening to some um, on, like, DigiDay or these other, like, digital publishing pub- like digi- God. digital publishing publications. Oh, Lord. Ooh. That was a mouthful. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that sentence. Um, but sites who write about digital publishing and websites in general. And they'll talk about, like, Refinery29. It's been around for 10 years. They still talk about it as new media, like, as a new site. Yeah, because I feel like it just blew up within the past two or three years. Yeah, they did, like, a total overhaul about, like, six years ago because they were more fashion and they became mm-hmm. more, like, overall lifestyle. And celebrities. But, yeah, they're not new. No. But they're well, still new in the history of media. Right. And didn't Career Contest only launch, like, three years ago? Yeah. And yeah, and they were one of our, like, inspiration sites. Right. The Financial Diet's only, like, two years old. Yeah. Um, and so when you think about it, like, just in terms of some of our partnerships, like, a year ago, we were using Tara's day designer to write our day designer review. <laughs> and now we have a really strong business partnership with day designer. And so we get early copies to review. And we always know what's happening and what's up. And it's just so cool to be, like, in the know. And to have these, like, working relationships where I can straight up email someone at day designer and be like, mm-hmm. hey. Ooh, real quick. So I just thought of this. Where do we want to be a year from now? Learn to spend no. Our prediction. Oh my god! I haven't even thought about this, but I feel like it's a good thing to talk about. It is. That's such a good thing. I want to have interviewed Erin Condren and Whitney English. Well, we've like got her. We're still know, waiting. Whitney, call us. <laughs> <laughs> We're closer to getting the Whitney English interview. Erin yes. Condren, we have like a brand ambassador partnership mm-hmm. but like I want to be a full-on partner yeah I want them to know my name mm-hmm. and, like that's my thing is like I want people to know where it's been live and I want them to know me and you yeah like I'm be like, famous guys just make me famous I want them to be like oh Ernst been live that's that like really awesome site for millennial women I need to get in touch with Malia and Elise you know like they should yeah. know that we're the people to call um and I want to get more of our um so we call it the heart of Ernst Live, and I use, like, quotation marks because that's cheesy as fuck. 
But, um, like, our hardcore, like, women empowerment, how to break the fucking glass ceiling and be the absolute most awesome version of yourself at work that you can be. Um, I want more of that sort of content mm-hmm. and more on, like, too. one of one area, <laughs> any listeners, if you're an investing professional, head us up. Because we're really passionate about women being in control of their finances. Yes. But we're still learning. Like, yeah, we don't know shit. Right. <laughs> I invest, but I'm not necessarily good at it like I just have some money that I've shoved in an investment you account can't, like give advice on right it. like I can't tell you why I picked what I picked I looked at it and the numbers looked good like that's all I got and that doesn't make an article so there's content like that that I really want us to be able to beef up and yeah get get more experts and get more content around that area mm-hmm. like I want someone to be able to go to our site and be like okay I want to be awesome at my job I want to be awesome at life and I want to make sure I have all of my finances in order to do that. And I want to be able to do all of that at our site. So you all want more it. contributors. More, like, expert yes. voices. Okay. Or I just want us to magically become investment experts. Yeah, I mean, that's the goal. That's <laughs> I, would, I, I would actually love to become a career and finance expert in the course of a year. But yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Probably not. No matter how many management books we read. Yeah. But, yeah, I just want more of... More content, obviously, in a year will produce a ton of content, but more of our, like, hardcore content. And I've thought about this some. I almost, so we went to Create Cultivate back in January, and I almost want to do something like that, but, like, workshops. Like, so we really want to start, one of our ideas is to start mentoring college students and do, like, mock job interviews and just kind of be that voice for them and that helping hand because like god I wish someone would have told me how to interview back in college yeah, just to I, be literally like the local in-person personification yes. of our website yeah so I want to be like create and cultivate but like actual workshopping yeah. and doing things that are like real life experience that would be so cool yeah it's like a successful woman in college yes I feel like grown business women we get like power breakfasts and like mm-hmm. community luncheons like that, except for college, would be so cool. Ooh, it would be, like, sex in the city, but for, like, careers. <laughs> Perfect. That's what we want to be. That's our here. new mantra. Oh, and obviously, we want to make a ton of money so that we stop oh, working on everything else and we only work on our instant Yeah, I want, like, our own offices and, like, our own, like, space. Yes, we want corner offices overlooking the river. We want to be CEOs. Yeah, in a year. <laughs> we have big dreams. Just kidding. We totally know that won't happen. The rest of the shit, though, that we said, we want that to happen. Yes. We have big And we, we also, big dreams. we want people to interact with us on the Twitter and on the Instagram. And listening to our podcast. So tell us Yes. That's the other thing. Okay. So my, the area of, like, ESL that I'm so, probably the most passionate about is this podcast. Yeah. Because I feel like it's us just, I mean, we're drinking. So we're, like, knocking down the so walls. So we're being very we're being, honest. Yes, we're very honest. And, like, I want to have people on the podcast, like, you know, the yeah. expert voices, and just kind of break it down for people like <gasps> us who are total newbies. Which, you guys, we have our first podcast interview next episode. Yeah, next week. So tune Stay in. Tuned. It's, like, a big milestone for our podcast. Yeah. So we're really excited about it. I am, too. Yeah, so we just want to keep growing. We want everything to be giant and mm-hmm. huge. And honestly, as much as we've talked, like, in the last, I don't know how long we've been talking. Um, <laughs> Forever. But however much we've talked about how much we don't like, I mean, in some parts, it's, like, really hard that we're no longer the only two people making these final decisions. Mm-hmm. I honestly want us to be so big that I don't get to make even more of it. Like, the fact that we've grown so much in a year that I literally can't make all of these decisions mm-hmm. is honestly mind-blowing. Yeah. Like, I want to grow more so that I can only pick, like, I don't know. So they only have time to pick new colors for things. I want to be like, so I always, have you seen The Intern with Anne Hathaway and Robert Tamara? Okay, so she's the CEO of her company, and literally they just, like, come into her office one time, and they're like, this is the new layout of our, like, homepage, and she's like, I don't like this, move it, and then it's, like, approved. And, like, that's just, like, what she does. Like, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. All day. Just be like, I like this. I don't like that. So, yeah, the more we grow, (laughs) like, I don't know, it's just, it's exciting to think about everything we I'm, like, getting jazzed right now. Like, I'm going to go home and write an article. It's going to happen. It's not going to happen. 
I mean, it will. It'll just be like a review of Globin, which is a subscription box. It won't be anything. Yeah, we both have reviews to write. Yeah. It won't be like anything earth shattering or like thought provoking. Mm-hmm. It'll just be a really solid piece of content coming from my excited brain. Yeah, I so let's that wrap like, this bitch up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, um, after your jokes, after your joke. I joked that I went to school for four years to write product reviews and drinking games, and you know what? I fucking love it. I would Seriously. not trade it. No, that's the thing, and that's one thing I I should talk about is like just going back to our origin story when we first started Anuvo. I had no idea that this would be my passion and my career. I never knew that I wanted to help other people because I don't even really like talking to other people. I'm such an introvert. I'm so shy. No, it's so true. But now I'm just like, I want to like be a mentor and I want to like, I just want to do it all. That's true. So that's what's crazy about Earn, Spin, Live is like, I feel like through creating Earn, Spin, Live, we found our passions. Yes. And like by helping other people, yeah. we become so much more like self-actualized. It's insane. And we never would have realized that. in Like I, in yeah. college, I never would have seen myself in this position. I never would have dreamed that before I even graduated, I would have someone be like, Hey, by the way, as soon as you graduate, work with this other person on this team. Like, mm-hmm. create this site. Like, work with this girl from dance team. Yeah, I was excited to get to work on a lot of finance, which I still love that site because, right, it's my first. But, you know, like, it's your first. <laughs> it's my first. But, you know, it's like, it's such a different effect. Y'all, she finance, just did the Hillary shimmy. Like, I did. <laughs> shimmy if you're with her. Um, but right, so like I never would have dreamed that we would get to write on our passions and to be so involved and to get to have all of this like it's a dream come true. Y'all are part of our dream come true. Wait, what was your joke? My joke was that I went to <laughs> I went to school for four years. Oh. <laughs> Alisa like that wasn't a funny joke. I was like, did we ever talk about the joke? But no, my joke was like I went to school for four years to write about subscription boxes and drinking games. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do to make that dollar. It's a hard life that I get to write about the mini project and Jane. I out. suffer through every every drinking game. It's a labor of love. <laughs> through every celebrity tweet. I don't enjoy it at all. That's a lie. I fucking love it. Go read my mini project drinking game. All right, so we're wrapping it up. I contributed. BTW. She did. So did Reddit. Okay, adulting. How well did you adult this week? You go first because I sucked. Um, I gave myself an eight, and I realized as I was filling out this outline that I give myself an eight a lot. Yeah, you can um, really highlight yourself. We all knew that. Okay. <laughs> well... Um, but boyfriend and I, we've been living together for a while and we've been using like, this really old couch and the dog's Your alive. dog's destroyed. Yeah. And so the couch was old. We were still sitting on a full size bed, like standard size. Really? Yeah. Shit. So this weekend we went to a real life local run for real furniture store and we bought a really nice like adult couch that we will have to take care of that has a warranty. It is really nice. I'm kind of jelly. pretty. Oh my God. Wait till you come over because it's a powder recliner. I know. I haven't shown Austin the picture because he will flip shit because I talked him out of buying a recliner. Oh, it's so... it's. <laughs> we spent way too much money this weekend is how that also went. But this gets into... I'm just going to go ahead and skip ahead to my boss moment because my boss moment was since we were at a local store and we were buying two things and they were having... like They were also looking at like they're liquidating soon. We negotiated. Like... This is the first time I've hardcore negotiated in my life. Normally, I'm like, I mean, what can you do? And they, like, take off $100, and I'm like, thanks. We, like, negotiated $500 off of a sofa. That's crazy. Yeah. And then we negotiated another 100 off a mattress. That's crazy. It was absolutely How did you do that, though? Well, so it helped that there were two of us, and it helped that they wanted to go out of business. Oh, so that helped. Was there, like, any damage to it? There there was a little bit of stitching that was messed up on the sofa that was totally fixable. Um, but the mattress was in perfect shape. But we were like, look, this is what we came in. So it helped. We were working with a salesperson, and she was like, all right, what's your budget? We're like, this is what we want to spend today. Like, that's it. And we want a sofa, and we want a bed. But this is our max budget, and we really want to spend that. So it turns out we fell with a sofa that was more than our max budget. Total, like the sofa by itself was more than our max budget. So we just kept being like, look, this was our budget. Like, I really don't know if I can like leave with this. And they were like, well, what if we knock more down? And we're like, man, you know, you're giving us a good price, but like, I still just don't know if I'm going to spend that much. So the manager literally like went through and crunched like of numbers multiple times to be like, what will it take to make you guys leave with this today? Guys, I smell an article. 
Uh, how to negotiate. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, I feel like most of what we did is just, like, stand there and be like, I don't know if I can really do that. But we did, you know, at the same time, they were like, what would be, you know, your ideal figure? And we straight up lowballed them. We were like, you probably you can't do to. this, but this is what we want it for. And they were like, we'll see what we can do. And they did. See, I've never actually negotiated. I just act like I don't like things. I'm just like, ugh, that's ugly. <laughs> Someone has like a dent in it. And then Austin's over here like, oh my god, this is my dream catch. I really love this. And like, they latch onto that. And like, they're going to milk you for all your worth. And yeah. so I'm just like, it's fucking ugly. So we were like, it's our dream couch. But man, like, we just can't justify spending this much on it. What's the best you can do? You know, and we like... Like, this is what we wanted to spend total. And the manager even came back with, like, I can't tell you how many times, you know, I've gone shopping and I thought I needed to only spend this much, but to find the perfect thing that I really needed, I had to spend more than I was ready. And we were like, yeah, but I just really don't know that I'm going to spend that much today. And so we went and looked at, like, a cheaper one. And we were like, well, we're going to go to lunch and think about it. And they, like, lost their minds. They were like, do not leave. Oh, my God. They were like... Let me go do more math. Like, they did not want us to leave the store. I'm assuming because they also knew that when we left to leave the store, we were going to go look at other furniture stores. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. you're going to lunch. We were. We were going to Chipotle. But instead, we spent a lot of money on a couch, and we went home and had homemade food. And, um, (laughs) but yeah, we did. We just kind of, like, looked at them, and we were like, honestly, it helped that we we came in with a budget in mind. And we didn't start with, like, the expensive couch. We weren't like, we want this for $3. Right. We looked around, we legitimately, like, looked everywhere, checked everything out, and we were like, look, I like this other one, but it's not quite right. This is the one that's perfect, and what we would buy today. And they really wanted to get us out of there with it that day. It was awesome. See, I don't like talking to salespeople that much. I'm just like, leave me alone and let me shop. I'll I'll talk to anyone for, like, $100. I wish I had that gift. I just, no, I don't have patience for that. Well, because I know they're, like, lying to me, and they're just trying to sell me shit. So I'm just like, just go away. Lie to them back. I mean, yeah, but I, I don't care that much. I just want to go and get what I want and leave and not have to talk to anybody. No, boyfriend and I have an agreement. Like, if we go to, like, if we go to a restaurant and I have a coupon, even if he's paying, I have to be the one to give him the coupon because he, like, straight up won't give them the coupon. He's like, I don't want to talk to them, and I don't want to feel cheap. And I'm like, but you would save, like, $5. And he's like... I will pay $5 to not talk to someone. And I'm like, well, I will save $5 I like the by same talking to way. No, y'all, you can <laughs> save $5. Just don't tip them. Oh, my pay God. $5. He doesn't mean it. I really all. don't mean it. It's just a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. She's not a bad person. <laughs> don't send us hate mail. I really do tip, guys. I promise. But yeah, no, I straight up, like, I will, I will find a coupon and I will give it to you. And if you don't think it's the right coupon, I'm going to, like, look at it again. I'm not a crazy couponer. I only do it at, like, restaurants. Or something where it's, like, an easy, it's a one thing. Yeah. But, yeah, he will straight up pay money to not have to interact with people. That's me, too. Yeah. I get it. So, how did you adult and let your boss moment? Um, I adulted okay. I gave myself a five. My house is a wreck. It is not. As Malia right crazy. now. I mean, there's, like, laundry everywhere. I haven't, so, it I was. folded laundry. So, I was, Austin did that. <laughs> so, I was in a wedding this weekend, and, like, my wedding shoes are still in the living room, and, like, I just, it's, it's chaos. It was an all-day wedding. I got there at, like, 9 a.m. and didn't leave till 9 p.m. You're a bridesmaid. Right. But it just, like... And then the next day, I literally didn't do anything because I was like, I'm so done. Well, the day before, you had a brunch and you had, yes. like, breakfast. That's the thing stuff. is, the past, like, week it's has just like a been week of wedding. insane. And this week has been crazy. And so it's just... Oh, I just need to breathe. But, yeah, she's been my friend since kindergarten, so I did a lot of things for her that, you know, I mean... My best friends. So yeah, she went. It kind of took over my life. I, I, but I love doing. I don't want my own wedding, really. So I do lots of wedding things for other people. Uh, I'm not crazy like in 27 dresses, but yeah. So I did a lot, and my house has suffered for it. Her house still looks fine. She's not like gonna be on borders anytime soon. It's it's all good. Yeah. I kind of meal planned this past week, so I mean, it's a little something. And I guess I'll just go into my boss moment because you went into yours. Yeah. Um, I got the motherfucking ESL shop done and live. That was a beast. It was a bitch. It took like two weeks because I mean I have other things going on and yeah. This is another example wild. of like I could be like yes okay what do you need me to do I will help you and then my boss would be like actually I need yeah. to do this today yeah and so I had to prioritize something else over it so at least like stepped up like a champ. I did, it, literally, if y'all look at the ESL shop, like, 
95% of it, like, I chose what was going in there. I, kn- I like, stock Malia and Tara's closets, so, like, I know what they have, so I put those things in there. And, yeah, I, t- I did the pictures. I did the affiliate links. Like, there was, like, one afternoon where I sat down and put pens in there. And, like, yeah, I put them she did. And that was a lot in the... Not in the shop. Like, at least put yeah. everything in the Well, because she's the pen snob. If yeah. y'all read our site and you've read the pen snob, that's Malia. She knows all that. So pens. we went through, like, we helped a little bit of really, like, I would say a good 90% of the shop happening. After Dev built it, they get credit Yes, too. obviously. I, do. I don't know HTML. Right. Like, fair. I can't build things. I guess. <laughs> but, like, after they built it, like, 90% of the rest of the work was all Elise. So go buy stuff. Make it worth her while. Yeah, please go buy stuff. And it's, like I said before, it's stuff that we use every single day. Stuff we love. Stuff we own. Stuff we reviewed on the site. Yeah. So what all, like, what are our categories? Tell us more about the shop. Okay, so we have the essentials. We have office essentials, which are, like, things you need on your desk. I have, there's a letter sorter that I have on my desk, and it's real, it's sugar paper. So it's cute. So that's why I bought it. It's not like that helpful. Elise but only cute. likes cute things. I do. I, I I prioritize cute over functionality. So anyway, there's office essentials. There's, Luckily, sometimes they intersect. Sometimes. There's home essentials. There's stuff like there's a chalkboard um, that you can hang on the wall that I actually, I'm looking at it right now. I have it in my apartment. <laughs> and it says seafood gumbo. I've actually tweeted it before. My boyfriend wrote every, like, tamales every single night or something like that. <laughs> we tamales every night. We write down what we're going to have for dinner. So that's on there. And then we have wardrobe essentials, which the majority of wardrobe essentials, what we have on there is stuff we own and we wear. Like, for example, a, an Express Portofino shirt. It's, like, yes. a quintessential work shirt. You can buy it, put it on, and, like ready to go to work yeah it's a basic and that's the thing is with the essential section that stuff that like all professional 20 somethings need just to get through the day like you need just like a button-up shirt you need just like a plain pair of black flats and that's all in there you need just like a generic purse um so that's the essentials and then we have fitness we have athleisure (laughs) so there's like leggings and tank tops and sports bras especially sports bras for the Delicious. Me and Tara can, we, you know. They know the struggle. Yes, the struggle is real. Um, and then there's fitness tools. So there's like five pound weights because, I mean, we're basic bitches. We don't like lift weights. Um, <laughs> Tara does. <laughs> Tara does, but we don't. Um, there's like a kettlebell. There's a yoga mat that's really fucking cute that I'm probably going to buy. It's from Target. It's a Yeti. I didn't even know Yeti made. And then, what else is there? There's stationery. Stationery. Oh, my God. That's the foundation of the site. It's like, I was going to say, it's like our whole, like, that's, oh, my God, that's so much stuff. Because it's all of yeah. the planners that we love. The it's all the notebooks that we love. All of the pens and pencils that we love. Yes. Um, and stuff we literally have all over our desk. Like, I have pilot pens and Erin Condren planners and notebooks, like. Yeah, it's like, these are actual, like, you could ask any one of us and we can tell you which one is ours. Yes, and they're actually, they're marked. So there's a section called ESL Favorites, and you'll see little hearts on everything if they're an ESL favorite. ESL is Earn about our Earn Spend Live favorites. Yes, we are. So not just any, like, it's not like, hey, we want you to buy this. It's literally, we love this, and I would tell Elise to go buy it right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, even the stuff we've reviewed, if it, like, we have stuff in the shop that we've reviewed, but that doesn't necessarily make it a favorite. A favorite yeah. means we have it, we own it, we use it every single day. The planners and maybe someone sent us to review, and we're like, we mm-hmm. like this, but I'm still gonna use the planner. Like, right. it's not enough to make me switch. Right. And so, like, Tara's reviewed. We counted up one day. It's like thirty something planners she's reviewed, and of those, like in office, we use like four, like yeah. total, counting all the teams. Mm-hmm. So those four are gonna be favorites. The other twenty six are out of luck. Yeah. So we're super passionate about it. Um, and we're really picky. Like, yes. We want it to be things that if you buy it and you hate it, you can tweet us and be like, I hate this. We'll take it personally. Because we handpicked <laughs> these items. Yeah, and we, yeah. But we take it personally, so like that means if, like, if it's not good, we really want you to tell us. But right. chances are you're going to love it. Order everything. Yep. Like literally the purse I carry every day. Yeah, and none of the stuff in the shop is going to be like, 
Yeah, well, that, okay, so purses might be a little. <laughs> they're not going to be as expensive as they are on Refinery Twenty Nine. Yeah, they're not going to be like over three hundred thousand dollars. No, it'll be something you would realistically buy on an entry level salary. Yes. So that's the thing is we're real girls. We wanted to put things in the shop that real girls need and want. There will be no Louboutins in there because no. none of us own them. We might look at them. We might think they're beautiful, but we don't own a pair. <laughs> they're not going there. Nope. I don't own a single pair of $700 shoes. I really don't own a single pair of shoes that cost more than $115. Yeah, 150 I would say like 150 That yeah. gives me more wiggle room. Yeah, probably I don't, my Ivanka shoes, they were probably like, I think they were 175 but that's like it. it. That's it. And that's not even normal. They were just like, she fell in perfect. love. Yes. And that's how my purse is. Like, my normal, I'm like a Target purse girl, and mm-hmm. I switched to a Kate Spade purse, and it's because it was the perfect purse. You need at least like one Kate Spade yeah. in your life. It's true. So yeah, go check it out. So it's all real. We're very excited about it. We want to know what you think about it. And if you have any favorites, you should tell us and we'll add them in. Yeah, seriously, send us your favorites and we'll add them in there. I mean, we'll try them first right, and we'll then we'll add them, them in there. We're not going like, to like add. But, yeah. yeah. So hit us up on Twitter, Instagram with your favorite items. Um, and also just use our normal hashtag, just eavesdropping. And we want to know what you think about the myth of no effort. Because, yeah, we think it's bullshit. But you can have your own opinion. And then go check out our ESL shop. Bye. Bye.